Welcome to Here We Sew Again, the podcast where three sewists from different backgrounds discuss all things sewing. I'm Kate Zeinard. I'm Meg Healy. And I'm Amanda Carestio. Today on the podcast, we're talking vests and fall jackets, favorite fabrics, favorite makes, and more. And then we'll share a little something in our Sew Inspo segment. But before we get started, how is everybody doing today? Doing okay. Feeling folly over oh, here. Yes. It is mm-hmm. very folly now. Yep. Mm-hmm. Love it so much. Um, I've been doing a lot of sewing. It's been super fun. I'm also really excited because I think we're we're mostly done with our Halloween costume planning. Oh, nice. Which is like, and there was minimal sewing involved for me. And Perfect. I feel a little, I feel a little guilty about that, but I'm just going to be okay with it because I've got lots of sewing to do besides. And we're going to the pumpkin patch today. So we're like, well, so exciting. Yeah. It's like a really, really folly day. I love it. Awesome. And it's going to be a little warmer today than it has been the past few days here in Colorado. So that'll be a nice day for you to go out and go pumpkining. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so cute. I love pumpkin patch. It's kind of our family tradition. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't have a ton, but that is one of them. And we always have the best time. Mm-hmm. So, so cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. we've got a pumpkin patch down the down the road from us, which uh, causes huge traffic problems this time of year. But apparently they're closed on weekends this year, which oh. I found to be extremely strange. Um, that so is we're weird. Waiting, <laughs> yeah, we're waiting to see if maybe they open up for the last couple weekends or something. Yeah. Um, if it was just earlier in the, well, anyway, we're, we're keeping an eye on said pumpkin patch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We had just, I just got back from a nice week away. It was in like a resort village. It was lots of folly things to do and all the leaves were turning and it was just so, mm. so pretty. Got to wear some jackets and, uh, my mother-in-law knitted jay this adorable like pumpkin hat so it was like like yeah it was very cute so i'm feeling just fall too and i feel relaxed as well i got to get away to a spa for a day which was like literally like the best four hours like it was amazing just to and it was like a scandinavian spa experience so it's all the waters outside it was i felt so great after um and I got my first massage without hearing a baby cry for almost a time. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Awesome. Oh, oh, I'm so jealous. It was beautiful. So now I'm ready to get back, you know, into it and sewing. But I did do some hand sewing. I did fa- I did finish my coat uh, sewing. That I was Yay. So I could actually, yes. I sewed, a, I cut and sewed a belt and I hand sewed and I, I didn't quite finish it. So I had to bring it up with, I wore the coat with half pinned hem because I could only manage in my pockets of time, like, you know, to the vent and then like a little right. bit and then like, and then one cup. And so I, without, within four days, I like slowly. <laughs> the it was so funny. And I finished sometimes, it there. Sometimes that's wow. the way it has to go. For real. Yeah, but I finished it and I finally wore my denim trench coat and it was great. <laughs> that's 
Awesome. Yeah, the past couple days, I finally pulled out my uh, Copper Mountain coat, which um, is not not for, like, really cold days, but for, like, Mm -hmm. between, like, 40 and 60 when it's chilly in the morning, it's perfect. So I... I, (laughs) We we went out to get bagels for breakfast yesterday morning, and I'm wearing like literally my pajama bottoms and a t-shirt and a and a, a bandana over my head, and then I put on my copper mountain coat, and I'm like, oh, I'm not nearly as schlubby as I thought I was. Now that I'm wearing that's this. the that's the amazing <laughs> thing about like coats, like you could, it doesn't like you could wear whatever under if you, you have a nice yeah. coat, like you're instantly dressed up, like it's great. <laughs> yeah, that's what it felt like for sure. <laughs> love that mm-hmm. um, so, wait I have one more first yes. that I need to share it's yes. like a really important life milestone <laughs> I did have my first pumpkin spice latte <gasps> ever? ever oh yes. I, not even of the season? no I just was never I'm not a huge like pumpkin pie fan or anything so mm. I didn't I was never really tempted and then um, my daughter and I, Ruby and I, were discussing it, and we decided that we really needed to yes. we need to investigate. So we did it, and it was and okay. I'm I'm not a I'm not gonna be. I'm more of like an eggnog latte kind of person. Mm-hmm. Ooh, um, oh. But because like I had one, um, the the pumpkin spice latte. It was like a little too savory for me. Like I don't know if Ooh. that makes sense, but. Um, but it was good. It was good. I'm just, I don't think I'm going to be like having to have it, but I felt like it was an important milestone to share. To share. Well, you know, <laughs> Amanda, I have actually had, I believe one official pumpkin spice latte in my life Oh yeah, because it's just not quite to my taste, Yeah, but, yeah. but I do, I have an espresso machine here at home and I mm-hmm. get their pumpkin spice. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's pumpkin spice cake. Uh, pods which are only mm-hmm. available in the fall and I really love those so oh. I kind of make my own pumpkin spice lattes at home so you know I'm kind of with you I love pumpkin spice lattes I got one on my birth I usually always get them on my birthday because at Starbucks you can redeem like a free drink on your birthday so mm-hmm. I get like a venti pumpkin spice latte my key is I order them half sweet because sometimes I find that like it's, yeah it can be really overpowering so that that level's perfect for me but I get at awesome. least three or four a season I do enjoy them but I can't believe I just like forgot about eggnog until you just mentioned it. Now I'm like getting so excited. Yeah. I mean, it's a little early. It's a little yeah. early, but never I, too early. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not ready. Um, I was this morning I was laying in bed and for some reason I was thinking about Thanksgiving and I mean, American Thanksgiving. And I was like, I, I am not prepared for that. I am not prepared for it to be Thanksgiving. I am not prepared for it to be Christmas. I am not prepared for any of that. I need some time. Luckily, I've got some. <laughs> well, my Thanksgiving's over. We had Thanksgiving last week. I know. <laughs> it's, it's, so I've already been there. I'm on to, yeah, like, you know, that's why I'm focused on eggnog now. Last yeah. year, I couldn't have my favorite rum and eggnog since I was pregnant. So this year, it's... It, it's I'm, open season it's for happen- rum and eggnog? It's open. It's like, <laughs> I wonder if, I'm like literally thinking, I wonder if stores are already selling. <laughs> and I bet they Probably. are. Probably. <laughs> I bet they are. Yeah. Sure. I think so. Oh. 
now that we've talked about all the beverages, (laughs) (laughs) I just can't believe that was your first one ever. That's, that is a a big I know. I don't know how that happened, but Mm -hmm. crossed it off the list. That's, you know, one of those bucket list things for sure. (laughs) (laughs) So let's jump into So What's New. Um... Am I the only one that has things? I see Amanda and Kate. Are you blank or you just didn't write them down or you're just, you know. I don't have anything. Busy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. I have been so busy and I was, I was telling the, I was telling you guys before the thing started that I'm going to totally use this excuse. I've been having issues trying to get my insurance fixed up. And the last thing I'm thinking about is sewing patterns. (laughs) Yeah. That is never be sorry. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. So wait, well, what do you I have? have? Yeah, well I um um I'm kind of like on a turtleneck kick. It's just like that time of year and mm-hmm. especially like I love a lightweight turtleneck for this time of year where it's just sewn out of jersey. And um uh before I went on mat leave, I was kinda of, it now the, the issues are coming out that I was just kind of left kind of in the planning stage, but now like they're out the the so news fall is out and one of the, the the patterns is this black forest bodysuit sewing pattern and it's a turtleneck bodysuit mm. and i really love it i have it printed out and i want to make it so that's just kind of um a new one that i i just really love and it has these like raglan mock sleeve lines you can like panel you can do like mesh sleeves if you want to like like make it kind of dressy and so that's just kind of on uh my to sew list and kind of what's what's new and then i was remembering this um the the hazel leather tote bag pattern and i'm kind of i'm needing a new bag because jay's doing swimming lessons and i've been looking for like a kind of a waterproof tote that's like so we could put it down in the pool and like that holds wet towels and so there's this new vinyl that's like vinyl and leather so it's like really wipeable and and so that's kind of a new bag pattern that's out and it's just so fun like being on mat leave too like visiting back to what you know the team is doing such an amazing job and I like loving kind of almost being like a a subscriber to to the magazine not being in it so it's kind of nice so those are just two that um I released for the fall and I just really love (laughs) awesome Mm -hmm. yeah um I'm not I'm not a big fan of of clingy stuff like that bodysuit but (laughs) I do love the uh I do love the raglan sleeves and the yeah that's a neat detail yeah, you can mm-hmm. do some neat color blocking and stuff with that for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I almost want to hack one into uh, like a nursing one. I've been seeing that you can, I want to do a crossbody seam and you would do an invisible zipper. So I want to do a fabric mm. panel. And so instead of like taking off a bodysuit, you can easily just unzip it. So I'm going to try one like that for the fall because I love like, but like a, like a bodysuit esque tucked in, but I need, I still need that easy access. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's what I want to do. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah. So inspiring. I think I kind of forgot about turtlenecks. Like, I do, oh. <gasps> like, it might not be cold enough yet, um, but I do mm. love turtlenecks for this time of year. And just like sewing with knits in general is mm-hmm. like, I tend to pick that up in the fall. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah. Turtlenecks are also a great thing to wear under vests and outerwear. So true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You are the master. <laughs> the master. Oh, segues. Uh, so on that note, let's take a quick break and then we'll come back and talk about vests and outerwear. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Outerwear can be a real sewing milestone. Before you jump into a fully tailored wool coat, a vest or a lightweight jacket might be a good place to start. You can hone your techniques, you can test out different fabrics, figure out what you like and what you don't like, and more. Plus, personal plug here, (laughs) vests are awesome, and vests kind of fit into what I'm considering, like the, the kind of lightweight outerwear that's good for transitional seasons. Um, You can wear vests as an accessory and they give older makes and older wardrobe items new life um, just with the layering. Plus as outerwear, they are a great layer, as I mentioned, for those transitional months before it gets super, super cold. And there are so many styles of vests from classic fitted vest slash waistcoat to cozy quilted layer and everything in between. Um, So I think let's, I want to talk about lightweight outerwear in general, um, but let's do start with vests because I'm apparently on such a vest kick. Um, As I I think, I can't remember who said it. I think it might've been Meg. I'm invested, right? (laughs) (laughs) That goes on the old sewing pun tally, wherever that thing is, I think. Yeah. Um, I, I think that has fallen off. Um, that's but. okay. It, it lives in, in it lives. Immor- yeah. immortality. Um, yes. So let's start there. Have you sewn a vest? Um, and Kate, I was wondering, I was thinking about this um, as I was putting t- this together. I wondered mm. if you had made one for the theater. 
Um, I have definitely sewn a vest. In fact, the first garment I ever sewed was a vest because that's what they asked us to do for our um oh. our cost our costume. Fun. What was it specifically? The 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 our our very first costuming class. Um, and our very oh. first sewing class in college, they, you know, basically told us to go out, get a vest pattern, and then we would sew those vest patterns in um, the in the class. And I think that was because you didn't have to worry about sleeves, and so it was a little less scary. Um, I did not love my vest that I made in the end and never really wore it, but I did make it. And while I can't bring anything specifically to mind, I am positive that I made some vests mm-hmm. when I was in the theater. Um, there's just no way I didn't. Um, I probably practiced welt pockets. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm sure I did, but nothing that was like spectacular enough for me to be like, oh, let me tell you about this vest made of lame and, you know streamers mm-hmm. or anything like that but definitely definitely I'm sure I made a vest um since then I'm not sure I have made any um like I said it's not it's not my it's not really my style but I have because I'm a costuming nerd I have made some um bodices mm-hmm. for um like the renaissance festival and stuff that are mm-hmm basically boned vests so there's that Mm -hmm. i suppose yeah yeah what about you meg i am trying to think i i i I remember i think i made a vest in school and in kind of my very early days with bird i remember making like a motorcycle vest but i like recent like not nothing's like coming to mind i think i have like hacked jackets into into vests like taking off their sleeves and I yeah. have a vest that I need to finish in, that was like a sample from when I filmed the Berta coat course where it was like just without sleeves so I not really like I nothing just really pops to mind um vest wise <laughs> yeah really yep. made. <laughs> so that so that leads us to the important question Amanda how long has it been since you've made a vest in hours an, an hour um, <laughs> it's been about a week and a half okay oh, y'all okay. <laughs> some slack. um i i have made lots of vests for my business mm-hmm. um i've done like quilted vests denim vests um i have a new vest that pattern that i just created and i made some in corduroy it's oh. like this um it is. It's amazing. I got it at the Denver Sewing Guild, American Sewing Guild uh, fabric sale, and it is cheater fabric uh, in corduroy, like patchwork cheater fabric. Oh, so it's got like a, 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 a patchwork design printed on it. And it is so weird and I love it so much. So I've made a few vests and I might make one for myself. Um, but I was also thinking about the fact that I've I've made vests that I kind of forgot about, and it's actually one of my favorite um, kind of fall garments is that I used the black wood cardigan by mm-hmm. Helen's Closet and made a sweater knit vest. And Ooh. that has actually, I've worn that more than like a structured vest, and it's, I made it, 
um, it was a hack and I made it nice and long and sweater knits kind of perfect for that kind of thing. Um, and I made a few of those and I, I actually already wore it this season. So I kind of forgot, like when I, when I think about vests, I definitely think about like a more traditional vest. Um, but, but those are, those are actually like nice and cozy and get a lot of wear in my wardrobe. Um, Let's talk a little bit about patterns because I do feel like vests are having like a little bit of a moment right now. Definitely. And I, but I, and there are a good number of vest patterns out there, but not as, not as many as you would think. Um, I, in doing some research for this, I found a few favorites. One is actually another pattern by Helen's Closet, the Wildwood Jacket and Vest. Uh-huh. And it's that, it's a pretty traditional kind of quilted jacket slash vest. Um, but I was really excited to see the vest version kind of built into the, um, into the pattern because the other one that I've used a lot is the Tamarack jacket by Grainline Studio. Uh-huh. And that, you know, is, it's a, it's a simple hack. Um, and you can really play with the, the kind of lines into the shoulder, um, by just taking off the sleeves and, and doing a little bit of light hacking. But um, that one is definitely a favorite. And then I've also seen recently uh, the Merchant and Mills Miller waistcoat is a definitely more on the um, kind of traditional vest end of the spectrum, but a lot of really unique details with that. And I think if you're, if you are looking for that kind of like, um, more traditional vests, like worn over a button up shirt, kind of like classic styling. There are quite a number out there. Um, just not as many that I found on the kind of like outerwear type vest. Um, that, but there, there definitely are a few and there are some good ones. And it's also, as we've mentioned, it's a pretty easy hack to do. Oh yeah. And Meg, I know you had a, you had a vest that you wanted to mention as well, right? Yeah, there's this notched vest from Berta. And I remember when I started, when I was working there, it came out and it's always just kind of been on my list and I've just always really liked it. Um, kind of has this really deep notch with a contrasting, um, I don't even know what you call it, I guess like a panel or kind of a, a collar-ish type thing. And it's kind of like a soft wearing vest while looking tailored. And I don't know, it's just kind of always been on my radar. Um, this pattern. So yeah. And it's from the August 2012 issue. So it's, it's right around the time when I started working at Berta. So I just, I've just Mm -hmm. always remembered this one. (laughs) Yeah. The shawl collar, uh, vest. Nice. Yeah. And and I wanted to call out to the Torino vest from Sudi fabrics that we talked about in the last episode. That's the one I'm like making notes here to myself about what I could used to make that that I've got in my stash so mm-hmm. oh yeah that vest is gorgeous um one more that I wanted to add to my list because I knew there was one more that I had seen um daisy chain patterns has the Winona vest and that one is also kind of like it's a kind of a classic quilted vest but really cool details like amazing kind of slightly western influenced pockets um mm-hmm. So yeah, there's some good, there are definitely some good options out there. Um, just, yeah. And, and I think I will say too, like I loved over the summer, I was seeing a lot of people wear like a classic vest, 
um, in linen just as a tank top. And I never I did that. that. But I, I hope that sticks around a little bit because I loved I love that look. It's really cute. Yeah. Or like a I like a really like even like those tailored yeah, vest. What you find like a three piece suit, like as exactly. a top. It's so it's so chic. Um mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. Agreed. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, looking at this Winona vest pattern. I love the pockets. I remember pockets you talked amazing. about this when you brought it up before, but I'm re yeah. I'm re remembering it. And what a cute pattern. Yes. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, let's talk about favorite fabrics for mm. vests. And um this is where I think that like the beauty of vests comes in because I feel like you can really use anything and including like stuff that you, um, especially if you're not making something like super fitted, you can really use almost anything. Anything. Upholstery weight fabrics make great vests. Um, textured fabrics make great vests. Um, like, and you can do all kinds of upcycling. I've, I, as I mentioned, I've been making some corduroy vests. I got this, um, I thrifted some quilted denim and I turned that into vests. Like I, I'm totally on that kick where it's like everything I see, I'm like, you can make a vest from that. But I think the other amazing thing about it is like it, depending on what style you're making, you don't need a ton of fabric. So it's a good, like, um, it's good for weird fabrics. If you just have a little bit of a fabric, like you can really, I just, I love how you can really kind of like bring out stuff from your stash that you haven't figured out how to use yet. And maybe it can be a vest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, was um, trying, I just had something come to mind and I was like, I was trying to, it was like on the tip of my tongue. Like if it's, like vest, I was like trying to think of like a slogan. Oh, was it a pun? Like, it, was a, it was like a slogan, like for like if you don't know what to do, like it's like this random, like smallish piece of vest. Just vest it. Vest it. <laughs> Invest in it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, 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 yeah. But yeah, I as as somebody who doesn't sew very many vests, I don't have any favorite vest sewing fabrics. But I'm sitting here, and like I said, I'm sitting here. I'm like. Well, I've still got some white French terry left over from Socation. I haven't done totally. it. Totally. Um, I have I have this like yard and a half of like fuzzy pink material. It's not quite faux fur. It's not quite minky. It's kind of in between. And I haven't known what to do with it. That could make Best it. Fun. Could make a good vest it, yes. And then I'm sitting here, like looking up at my uh, at my shelves above me, trying to see what else up there could be. A I was trying to figure out if you were trying not to sneeze or you're looking. No, at- no, I'm looking at my stuff. She's fabric shopping. <laughs> fabric shopping. Yes. <laughs> Agreed. Oh, I mean. I- fuzzy fabrics too like i was just thinking i I feel like that's plus like they're not super they don't take forever to make so if it's Uh -uh. like a fabric that you like don't particularly love working with like you're not going to be working with it for very long um and i do i love like a nice textured vest i feel like there's so many options on that end of the spectrum Mm -hmm. i know now i'm looking behind me i'm like my (laughs) vest I love a velvet vest. I'm a big velvet vest fan. Yeah. Um, I remember I had this vest in high school and it was a, 
it was like a, a velvet vest and I wore it all the time. Like I wore it with jeans and a t-shirt and just put a vest yeah. on. <laughs> I remember exactly. that was, I did that a lot. <laughs> to- I mean, yeah. And here's me looking up to be like, do I have any of that crushed velvet left? Mm. That'd be amazing. Mm-hmm. I do think there is something nostalgic about this for me because I definitely yeah. remember like late 80s, early 90s, like vests being a thing. And I definitely had a few favorites. Um, but yeah, the textured ones really get me. Like when I found that cheetah print corduroy fabric, I went down the printed corduroy on eBay rabbit hole, y'all. It was amazing. <laughs> I didn't end up buying anything, but like, I feel like that was a whole period in time. Like printed corduroy was just its own magical thing. Um, And I, I don't know. I just, it was, it was really fun. Yeah. I have some Barbie pink corduroy, uh, but I don't have a lot of it. It was like an off cut. I think I got it from um, like a dead stock fabric company. So I only have a yard of it. So I think that would be yes, best it perfect. Best it. Plus, <laughs> I feel like I mean, you can make a cropped vest that's really cute. You can make a mid-length vest that's like hits at the hip. You can mm-hmm. make a long vest. Like again, there's so many mm-hmm. different styles that you can make with vests. And um, one thing I do want to talk about, Meg, because I know you had this on your list, is like quilted vests oh yeah using quilts I just bought my first um like cutter quilt to use for some vests Mm -hmm. um and it's like that is that is like the perfect weight I think because it's Mm -hmm. a you're like literally wearing a blanket b Mm -hmm. it's like usually natural fabric so it's breathable but you're warm I I love um quilts and quilted fabric for vests Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're so perfect. Uh, yeah. Because I feel like I, like for quilted coats, I love a quilted coat, but sometimes if you have too thick, it's hard to bend your elbow wearing them. Yeah. So a vest is perfect because you kind of have the style and the warmth of it without it kind of impeding, uh, you know, um, so, especially because I like to wear like lots of chunky layers. So by wearing a chunky sweater under a quilted, I, it's hard, you know. Yeah. Vest, vest is perfect. Yep. Mm-hmm. Love it. So, yeah, I love it. Anything, I anything you can use for a vest. Yeah. And you can, like, maybe step outside your comfort zone, too, since it's not, like, a huge investment in fabric or time, like try something a little funky like I a year ago I don't think I would have like thought of myself of as making like faux patchwork corduroy vest but here I am here you are living, living the dream <laughs> <laughs> all right all right well I'm like so pumped up about vests um but I I do want to talk about lightweight jackets because I I realize, like, I love making outerwear, but like, lightweight jackets in particular are one mm-hmm. of my favorites. Um, and I, I do feel like, you know, there's a downside because I feel like, and sometimes, sometimes you get a nice fall in Colorado, and you can actually wear your lightweight 
uh, outerwear. Sometimes you don't, and it's like you can wear it for two minutes and you're done, and you have mm-hmm. to bring out the big guns um, for for winter. But let's let's do talk a little bit about um, lightweight jackets. Do y'all have any favorites that you've made? Well, I brought up my Copper Mountain coat earlier, and that yes. is that that is my that that's my favorite me made coat and one of my favorite coats that I have at all. Um, my one regret is it's an unlined pattern, and I wish I had lined it anyway. Um, because mm. it's it's wool and it gets a little itchy around the neck and and sometimes mm. around the wrists depending on the length of my shirt that I'm wearing under it mm-hmm. but um but yeah I love that coat I love the way it looks I love the way it hangs I just it's it's awesome and you didn't even don't even have to set sleeves into it because this it's all one mm-hmm. it's all one pattern so you just have to do that underarm seam and you are done mm-hmm um, I was where I packed with me my denim trench coat and I packed the rain jacket, um, that mm. is part of the Berta certification coat. And I, um, wore that a lot on my trip and I've made a bunch of rain jackets. There was also another sew along, uh, that we did that was a rain jacket that half zip. It was like those cargo pants that you can zip them into shorts. You could zip this across the oh. waist into like a, a cropped rain jacket. So I've made a lot of like rain jackets. Um, and I really got use out of it this week. Um, and I've made my mom one as well and she wears it all the time. So I'm trying to remember what that exact pattern was. Um, but it's the one in, uh, in the Berta coat certification. I just, I'm like anything related to it. It's just like cross my, I cross like out of my brain now I'm just, yeah 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 I just now my brain is like calculating like wake windows and nap schedules <laughs> like that's what's like lately <laughs> that's funny <laughs> oh um but yeah so I've actually got a lot of use out of lightweight jackets more on the rain um kind of because it gets wet it's wet here a lot in in the fall mm-hmm. um we've had a really rainy week Yep. You know, I realized too, like we are not really talking about the like sportier end of the spectrum. Mm. And there Uh are some dedicated pattern companies that are really like out there on the kind of, you know, functional outerwear like the, um, so that's, that could be a whole other topic to discuss as well. I think for me, like there's, these are pieces I've mentioned on the show before. Um, the Ilford jacket by Friday Pattern Company is a favorite for me. Uh-huh. I was thinking about the versions that I've made, and I've made one in denim as a denim trench. I made one in flannel as a shacket, and I've also made one in denim and flannel for my husband um, and just kind of lined it uh, with the flannel for something a little bit warmer. Um, another favorite of mine, I think this pattern is no longer available, but the Wixton unfolding jacket um, is another favorite of mine. It's it's lined, um, but I've made it unlined. I've made it in like a twill. I made one for my mom actually in like a heavier weight ecot fabric. Um, so and that's just like a, it was a really versatile pattern. But I think what's interesting is as I was thinking about what I've made is I've made both of those patterns for for like a lightweight version, but I've also made a heavier version for winter 
Um, so I, I mentioned I made the Ilford jacket for my husband in this like heavy denim and, li- and flannel lining. I also made myself an unfolding jacket with batting. So like mm. thinking about how you can like kind of take your favorite lightweight jackets and, and make them work for uh, cooler weather, I think is for me as a very practical sewist and human, you kind of get the most out of those patterns. Um, I think that lately I've been more in the mood for like an overshirt, kind of like a chore coat, Yeah, but, but more just like a kind of a casual button up. I actually, I have three in pretty heavy rotation and they're all secondhand shirts, but I've, I've been doing that more because I know y'all remember when I was like, a huge cardigan person and I don't, Mm -hmm. I'm just not that I'm not in that mode. I'm more in the like overshirt kind of uh, mode these days. Um, I did also want to mention, cause I was looking back through my Instagram feed and I do like a lightweight bomber jacket. Um, And I remember our Wyndham quilted bomber jacket that was like quilted flannel. And actually that thing is awesome because it's so cozy but it's also really lightweight because there wasn't batting involved I think it was just two layers of flannel and it it just made the perfect lightweight jacket and I I think it's I've had that in a closet downstairs and I think I forgot about it last fall but I am like definitely going to bring it out this fall because it's it's a great fall jacket yeah that that is a great jacket. Um, I I have sewn quite a few bomber jackets uh, for work and for uh, myself. I totally forgot about them. and denim jackets. So I did a. I think I filmed a denim jacket sew a lot. It just shows how many years you know. Um, I've been doing it and now kind of just kind of removed from it a little bit. But I've totally or yeah, denim jackets. I've sewn a lot of those, which are so like great. A- like a classic denim like jacket. Like a classic d- denim jacket. Nice. I think I one was cropped as well, um, and a motorcycle jacket as well. I filmed a motorcycle jacket. So, oh gosh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a trip down memory lane. It is a trip mm-hmm. down memory lane. Um, yeah, but you just reminded me of a jacket. I know this question's coming up later, but I need, I need a jacket so yes, bad which I want to make one <laughs> yes yes agreed um any other favorite lightweight jackets I feel like I covered mine yeah I I don't I don't do a lot of jacket sewing so I'm yeah I'm mostly sitting here and absorbing and thinking I've got to go look up some of these patterns mm-hmm. um when I'm doing the show notes yeah. and take a look at them. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's talk about favorite jacket fabrics on the lightweight end of the spectrum. I mean, for me, it's very much the same as vests. Like I yeah. feel like there's a lot of versatility with lightweight jackets. I love like lighter weight quilted jackets. I like, mm-hmm. um, the one that I, I, I do have quite a few like canvas jackets. Like if you can get a nice oh, yeah. canvas, mm-hmm. I, like I just love that fabric because it's kind of like more on the workwear end of the spectrum. But if it's, if you get good canvas and it's soft, like that can yep. be a really nice outerwear layer. Um, 
But I think that, yeah, between that and denim and twill, those are probably my favorites. And flannel. Like, I think flannel's a, mm-hmm. a, a especially good one for this time of year. Mm-hmm. Even like a, I guess a, with a fleece, that would be kind of light on the fleece end of things. Yeah. I like it because it's just as cozy inside as it is on the outside. And then denim is a classic. That's such a yes. good, such a good fabric for lightweight jackets. Um, yeah. That reminded wool. me. Uh, oh, yeah. Go ahead. I was going to say wool, but I guess that's more like when we get into traditional like outerwear. Um, I don't know. You can my, get lighter uh, weight wools. Yeah, that's my yeah. my copper weight coat is is boiled. Or my copper weight, my <laughs> copper <laughs> copper mountain coat is uh, boiled wool, and I consider yeah. it a, a light jacket rather than a right. heavy coat. Right. But mm-hmm. yeah, I I always forget that wool comes in like all the weights, like the right. shirt weight wool. There's like everything in a wool version. I can't wear any of it because it makes me way too itchy, but I really, I love it. Um, and this, this conversation also reminded me that we, we need to do an episode on fleece because yes. I love fleece, um, but I forget what to make with it. I like, there are so many options at the local fabric stores and I just like run. Oh, <laughs> totally. I mean, that's the that's perfect, <laughs> like, that's what I wear. Like if I'm going out for like a walk or a skate, like I definitely wear like a fleece vest, but I haven't made one. Like, why not? I don't know. I think we should, I think that we could talk about a whole host of fleece sewing options mm-hmm. for sure. Um, all right. I'm getting this this conversation has me jazzed, y'all. I'm just saying. <laughs> I knew I knew it would. Um let's talk about your sew it someday list. TM. I just made that up. Um what what kind of jacket or vest is on your someday list? Because I feel like sometimes those outerwear pieces do kind of get moved out um for mm-hmm. the more like Mm-hmm. everyday wear kind of um items but is there anything that you've been like kind of pining to make that you haven't gotten to yet well i uh am definitely headed towards that torino vest pattern obviously hey. and oh yeah i think i really like my copper mountain coat so much i feel like i should find something to make another one just mm-hmm because and this one I'll put pockets in because that's the one thing that bugs me about that coat is that there's no pockets. <laughs> Do you remember that I think the other the other version from that so along it was blocked so like yeah, the top part was brown and then like I feel like that that is a coat that is kind of begging to be blocked and then you need even like less fabric yardage which True. I love. True. Mhm. Yeah, mine is a shacket. I have this fabric right, like, um, behind me. It's like a thick flannel. And mm. I want to make the uh, the bud shacket from Seamwork. It's like the pattern's already printed. It's with the fabric. It's just it's just waiting. I wanted to sew it last fall, but I didn't mm. get around to it. Um, <laughs> but maybe, maybe Jay's taking longer naps. It's like he's... Um, every month that goes by it's you know 
different challenges, but different yeah. milestones. He's been. So his naps are starting to consolidate. Uh, so he's taking a little bit longer nap. So it's been, if I can kind of plan for expect it, I can be like, all right, I have like a full hour to like go in and tackle something. So hopefully I'll be able to do that. <laughs> what pattern did you say that was, Meg? It's called the bud. Uh, it's it's called bud. It's it's a seamwork pattern. Um, cool. It's a shacket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. For me, I I have never made like a traditional denim jacket, and I oh yeah I actually need one. Like my my daughter stole my old one that I had. It was just a store bought one, but I'd had it forever. Um, and I I also I love denim um, so much. And I feel like especially this year, because you can totally do like the double denim look um, like, I mean, you can do it every year and whenever you want. But I do feel like like there's just a lot of denim. So um, Mm -hmm. that's on my list. I could see I could see not going like the total traditional denim jacket route because I think the reason I've been in avoiding it is because like I love all the details but sewing all the details also kind of like intimidates me because I feel like I'd be working on it for months um so maybe I'd, I'd probably take like a different take on it um and do something a little less traditional but I just I do love a denim jacket mm-hmm I realized when I was out, um, when I packed, like my own, like my thickest pants were jeans and I, it was sunny and I had a denim, uh, like ball, like ball cap. So I was where I didn't even intentionally do it until I was out and I was wearing jeans, a dead, a lot maxi length denim trench coat and a denim hat. I mean, (laughs) it's a look. It was a look. I'm I like it I mean I'm I definitely I've like made a denim vest and I wear it with jeans and I'm like you know it's it's my low-key Canadian well, yeah. tuxedo right? I was gonna say in Canada it, it, it totally flies it's our it's our tuxedo <laughs> I love it I love it any other ones on the so it someday list I feel like that list just keeps getting longer every time we chat. I was because mine just, it it just every month and week, it just gets added. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Well, I've been sitting here making notes. Uh, You probably can't see, but I've got a bunch of random notes that I've been making since we started because I am feeling a bit inspired. Yay. We have done our job. We, we have, have done our job. And speaking of inspired, <laughs> let's take a quick break and then we'll come yeah. back with our So Inspo. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Wow. Nice. Yeah. 
What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. All right. Welcome back. Back, we are about to do our sew inspo segment, which is where we talk about what's giving us our sewing inspiration, which is almost always related to the conversation we just had, and I think is definitely this time around related. So, um, Amanda, why don't you start us off? Well, mine is less of a um, a sewing inspo, although I'll just say denim vests, patchwork. Those have kind of been, I've, I've kind of been on that kick uh, for the last month or so. So that's, that's pretty much my standard answer by now. But I did want to just give a friendly reminder um, because this week I realized that my, the seam ripper that I was using, and I do use seam rippers a lot, was just not cutting it. But um, oh. yeah. and <laughs> I, I, got it. <laughs> I just, it took me a second. <laughs> um, I got a new seam ripper, nothing fancy, but the thing, I mean, it was it was literally like just a few dollars. It is so sharp, and yep. I once I got it, I realized how long I had been working with a seam ripper that just was not, uh-huh. you know, it they so they dull. Um, I did a little bit of research. And there are some ways that you can sharpen your seam ripper. I haven't tried any of them, but like you can use some steel wool. You can kind of like, um, you can get into that little area. It's, it's tricky. I haven't tried it, but, um, I'm kind of interested to give it a go. In the meantime, I just bought myself a new seam ripper and it is glorious. Um, yeah, really realized how long I had been working with something that wasn't sharp. Um, also want to just mention, now's a good time to change your rotary blade for the very same reason. Um, and think about a new cutting mat. That's a pretty big mm. investment. It's it's hard to, if you've got something that's working okay, it's hard to think about investing and replacing it. But I did that and I realized again, like yep. my old cutting mat had so many nicks um, and just was like not giving me a really smooth surface. And I feel like I'm, I don't know, you just forget because you use these things every day. And, Mm -hmm. you know, if it's working, you know, you don't, you don't want to, you don't need to fix it. But like, sometimes it's worth, like, I was even thinking we should like, make it a national day, like national, get a new seam ripper day, because maybe (laughs) once a year is enough. Um, But I just like, really didn't even think about it until I was just super frustrated with all the seam ripping I was doing and I realized what I had been missing out on well and as much as I hate to admit it we are coming up on some holidays for some if some of those things are true you know if you're worried about getting a new uh cutting mat yourself you can always put it on your holiday list definitely Uh And same thing with new pins, because remember, new pins, new, new year's, new year, new, new, year, year, new pins. New pins. 
it's coming up, y'all. Um, that's that was great, Amanda. Thank you for that recommendation. I'm yeah. looking at this seam ripper, and I think I might have had this since I was in college. So yeah, maybe <gasps> it's time to let go of this guy. Um, so yeah. All right. Thanks, Amanda. What what's on mm-hmm. your list, Meg? What's giving you inspiration? Oh, oh I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Understandable. You've got a bit going yeah. on. Mm-hmm. Well, I we're leaving town again in a couple days. Uh, my friend got me tickets to see uh, this comedian in Toronto. Uh, her name's Heather McMahon, and she's like famous for like wearing she loves like leopard and cheetah print so people show up to her shows and cheetah print and I have this cheetah print jersey so I'm gonna make us matching turtlenecks to wear amazing Um, so I like I need a good deadline and turtlenecks I could you know Mm -hmm. I could sew this so quick so gonna make that and then our friends just had a baby so I want to make uh an embroidered baby blanket and I mean we're leaving in three days so I'm very optimistic (laughs) you got this if you know if uh yeah so at least julian's gonna be home um so i'll just have to get him to watch shay but i'm real i just really hope i can just you know crank out those in a couple days so that'll be good (laughs) i have faith in you meg Thank you. 100%. I know. Past me would have been like, all right, I'm going to get those done as soon as I'm like, I could whip those mm-hmm. <laughs> this yeah. afternoon. Yep. Oh my God. Past you would have already have done it by the, by this point. <laughs> I mean, as in you would have told us that you were going to do it two minutes ago and then you would have it done <laughs> by now. Oh yeah, it was so funny too. I even like I got this like crochet kit, and I was like, maybe I'll try a new craft where I can like Jay's like playing, and I can just sit there and kind of you know keep an eye on him while I'm because sewing it's harder because you need Mm -hmm. to be in a separate room and um and I took it out and I just looked at it for two seconds. I said, absolutely not. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah, maybe not right at this moment you're still so in the thick of things i know early baby days so funny like i just so like couldn't do it couldn't do it (laughs) that's okay that's okay um well as for me i think i'm gonna try to make a vest i think it's gonna be a torino (gasps) vest because that i feel like that's something i might actually wear and I'm going to look and see what I've got. I'm going to look and at, I'm going to buy the pattern first and then see what the yardage is and see what I've got in my stash that I can maybe make work for that. So vest it. Love it. I'm going to vest it. <laughs> what fabric does that use? Was that a knit one or was it wool? I can't remember. I can't remember either. Honestly, I feel just like- Googled it and I already forget. Or maybe it could be, I mean, if maybe it could be whatever, you know? Yeah. Like I feel like it was kind of a little bit on the drapey side um yeah it's it's super drapey and it's yeah I don't I don't think there's any tight parts of it or anything so I think it's yeah, probably yeah, yeah. is able to be used with any sort of fabric it, it looks like a lightweight wool mm. in the sample pictures that's like the edges are just cut like not even finished mm. um which is great about wool uh yeah but you could use so many things. Yeah, it says oh, yeah. boiled wool, boiled felted wool. Yeah, it's not suitable fabrics that fray when cut. So 
like fleece you could totally use fleece totally mm. use fleece well and i mean i don't have an issue <laughs> using something that needs to be hemmed and then just having exactly it, right it's totally still a little roll uh-huh. or whatever also that i'm uh, looking at now that i have this pattern open like the edges like would look so cool even if you used a fabric that like a contrast binding all those mm-hmm. edges would look mm-hmm. really good yeah <sighs> oh that's a really or good even just surging them pattern. in a contrasting color exactly totally. i was thinking that too like if you had a like a sweater knit or something i feel like oh yeah I'd love I, but I never know what to do with sweater knits and it's totally you know sweater weather yeah it is s distress <laughs> from so news oh yeah, yeah yeah love that one i actually uh-huh. have a i have a one i cropped to a i mean i made it cropped as a as a top and mm-hmm, as somebody I who remember that like turtlenecks it's got that it's got that nice big cowl and it's really comfy for somebody who doesn't like things around their throat mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. yeah well lovely lovely stuff y'all got me in the mood to sew mm-hmm. yeah for sure same i've got some stuff to do but maybe that stuff will i will add in a little sewing sometime soon all right Hey, everybody, thanks for talking with me. And thank you to our listeners for listening. Um, We appreciate you. We think you're awesome. And until next time, let's sew. Here We Sew Again is produced by Amanda Carestio, Meg Healy, and me, Kate Zynard. Find us on Instagram at Here We Sew Again Pod or email us at Here We Sew Again Pod at gmail.com. Our show website is shows.acast.com slash here-we-so-again. Thanks for listening, and now it's sew time. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.